previously on Ashes of the Order. The Clone Wars have sundered the galaxy for three years. Some believe they will not end until both the Republic and Separatists are destroyed, while hope is rising that a conclusion is near at hand. For now, the clones continue to march. Treason has rocked the Jedi Order, and Padawan Ahsoka Tano has abandoned her position. The Council looks to Jedi Master Temrin Ka to fill her absent position on the front lines. Temrin Ka has consented despite her prior objections to the war's morality. Guided by a Force vision, she sets aside her arcane studies and joins the fray, with her two Padawans in tow. Temrin Ka arrives on the planet Tofrin in the Christophsis system with her two Padawans, Lahela Bell and Rook T. My character is Lahela Bell. She is a Togruta, a light blue skinned on her uh, head tail. She does have like the darker blues and then the white kind of tattooy look that they have to it. Um, obviously hers are still fairly short because uh, she is young. She's about 16 um, and she is a Jedi counselor. My character's name is Rokti. Twi'lek, a light baby sky blue. I have yellow eyes and I also have, um, they have the head wrap, but I have the wraps that go all the way down. Go down like it's like a dark brown leather. I'm Mystic. Temrin Ka, a Dathomir and Jedi specializing in the Ataru lightsaber style, had refused to partake in the Clone Wars until this point. This mission is her Padawan's first taste of actual field combat. The trio make a beach landing from their shuttle and fight their way through the B-1 battle droids, approaching an archaic satellite tower. So Lahela will turn to her counterpart. I feel as though our master has not prepared us enough for this moment. Grabbing her lightsaber, but fidgeting a little bit. So I would look back at Lahela and this is what's causing the disturbance I've kept feeling. We must attack. And I'm going. Along the way, they catch a glimpse of the three Republic heroes leading a diversionary attack against the local separatists. Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Padme Amidala. Now, Rakti, you're sort of unique in the force, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can say as you watch these three people like lead the fight away from you uh, with the clones, you actually do see the force ripple around her weakly. But then you see clear and that the spark of two powerful flames flickers in her, specifically around her stomach. I can notice that she's about to almost be like in a collapse situation instead of the force intensity. I'm of course assuming it's because of the radiation that's specifically happening off of Anakin Skywalker, which I am also a bit flustered over. I'm gonna like grab her shoulders and help her continue on following our master. Lahela. She will change the force of the galaxy. Meanwhile, on a landing pad nearby, a mysterious man named Admiral looks to steal a newly manufactured ZH-95 Questor freighter. I'm playing a human. My specialization, yeah, is a, gun, is a gunslinger, but I guess I'm a, I'm a smuggler. He has this uh, dreadlock, um, like, mohawk. mohawk. Goes into, a, like, a ponytail at the back. He does keep his face uh, kind of covered in this mask with these goggles and kind of just a heavy clothing and, of course, his, his, his uh, late blaster. They call me Admiral. Admiral dispatches his quarry's owner, the arms dealer Deckard, and takes possession of the unnamed freighter. I want this ship. I need this ship. So I'm going to try to sneak as close to the owner of the ship as possible, draw my blaster, setting to stun. Admiral would sneak up as close as he can to make sure he doesn't miss his shot, even though he knows he would hit his shot. So pretty much like point blank? Well, pretty well. He falls down like over the over the repulsor lift and then like flops back onto his back. Perfect. Right on the ramp of the ship, basically. Okay, yeah, I'll just drag him behind the behind the crates. Behind the crates. Okay. On board, he meets an astromech droid who identifies itself as QP thirteen. 
some lights pop up on a, on a display nearby, and you notice that in a darkened corner of the room, there's actually a little astromech droid. This droid is not all a uniform set. You can easily identify the main chassis as like an R2 type. The dome on top and the two legs are different. You can actually see that the right leg is newly made, um, whereas the left seems to be a lot older. Like probably the oldest piece of a droid you've ever seen. It lights up. I'm your new master. I insist. Where is Paul Deckard? Paul Deckard is the owner of this unit. The, the, uh, he gave me this ship. <laughs> it is now mine. Well, my name is QP13, and I am an astromech mechanic droid. I'm at your service. The freighter lifts off and flies over the village square, where Admiral sees the Jedi attempting to disable anti-air turrets. And yeah. then you see these anti-air turrets that neither one of you knew was there. Yeah. And like down below, you see the flash of lightsabers. Yeah. But there's also two turrets there, which you immediately recognize with your background yeah. that they're anti-air turrets. Yeah, so I would attempt to take out, protect my, 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 my new prize. Admiral helps destroy the turrets while flying by. Thinking nothing of the interference, the Jedi continue on to the satellite tower. Well, Padawan, you've, you've had your first real taste of battle now. How, how does it feel? Although I do have troubles bringing myself to the violence, I find that it did help that they were not true life forms. And I am glad to see that my lightsaber training has shown well so far in actual battle. I do worry for whenever I do have to fight a living being because I, I know I'm going to have a hard time bringing myself to do what may need to be done. Well, when the time comes, be mindful of the dark side. Always, Master. Everyone here lived the same way I did. It's, I'm more just disturbed by how much I can feel the Force affected around here. Be mindful of the Force's pull upon you. You have a very sensitive connection to the Force, partly because you came to us later and partly because of your own natural dispositions. So always be mindful of that as well, my Padawan. I will, Master. At its peak, they encounter a Separatist officer and dispatch her guardian droids. However, the records in the tower's computer are erased before the officer is captured. And I saw that Lahela was fighting too and that this lady was close to me and she was shooting her. I just went for her. She just kind of hears the lightsaber come up behind her as you swing. It's a vertical slash that goes like across her back, drives her forward. She falls prone to the deck on her stomach. Uh, so I'll kneel down to her and look at her in the eyes and be quite close and do the very Obi-Wan hand motion there. You want to tell us what you're doing here. She still had that defiant um, officer's composure, but as you wave your hand and like inflict the force upon her, you see that facade just crumble. Like she is instantly terrified. We didn't know, we, we, we don't know exactly. We're just pulling astrological data and we weren't supposed to let it fall in anyone's hands. There's something out there that they're interested in and I don't know what Count Dooku wants it for something. It's just star data. Meanwhile, Admiral is blocked from leaving Telfrin by a dogfight between Republic and Separatists in the atmosphere. The ship is damaged by a vulture droid, and QP-13 puts it down in the open space in front of the satellite tower. While attempting to leave with the officer, Takara Marlaris, uh, you actually see two figures approaching. They are tall droids, and you would recognize them as uh, IG-100 Magna Guards. So I might as well shoot now, then ask questions later. A good hit on the chassis of the rightmost IG-100, and they activate their electrostaff. At this point, the doors of the comm tower open up. Tamron is actually leading the way. She sees the IG-100s coming, mm -hmm. and she kind of stops moving, like reaches behind her, shoves the officer back into the building. Lahela will get a sense of premonition for the attack that is about to completely end her life and dodge. You shift to the last second and get your body out of the way of this downward swing of the, of, of the staff. However, you're not entirely out of the way of it and it does get through your lightsaber handle and it mm -hmm. does sever the handle. Just shy of your hand and your blade deactivates. 
you and Temer have both been knocked on your butts. Rorokti's the only one standing against them. Freaking out. As Temer starts to scrabble backwards and get on her feet, a blue lightsaber blade cuts through the her attacker from behind, and Obi-Wan and Anakin have arrived. Sweet! Hello there! When things look rocky, the heroes are saved by the intervention of Anakin and Obi-Wan. What was your name, Padawan? Uh, I'm Lahela Bell. Did you know Ahsoka Tano? I knew her as most as well as I think the rest of the Padawans where we grew up in the same time together. My mask tend to kind of seclude us more from the other Padawans. I'm sorry you lost your Padawan. He smiles at that and you see his hand actually twitch to like to do some kind of familiar gesture and then he catches himself and remembers like, oh, you're not. So yes, Master Temerinkal was pretty elusive. I, even I haven't dealt with her too often. Anakin has custody of the captured officer. Rokhti seems like she can't concentrate on one thing. Padawan Rokhti, was it? Yes, Master Kenobi. Well, your master has prepared you well for this moment, Padawan. But I ask you to be mindful of your feelings. To be honest, there's there's so much force. But if you are to complete your training and become a full-fledged Jedi Knight, you need to be able to keep this in check. It's not just that. I, It's him. Anakin. You can't lose yourself in those moments. Uh, yes, of course, Master. Dan yeah, Temer watches this exchange. Our Roti has a rather unique sense of the Force. I look forward to seeing what, what she can bring to the Order with it in time. Master, I've done some quick diagnostics and the ship will be down for quite some time. You you would notice the Jedi all kind of like turning to look at you. With Admiral does nod. Watch it, young Jedi. You don't know who you're dealing with. What do you want? No, we don't know who we're dealing with. That's why our Master sent us over here to find that out. This city was supposed to be evacuated. What are you doing here? He's trying to escape. All right. Admiral. I don't think you're quite comprehending what we're saying here. Anybody that was in this town was evacuated, and yet you're here. I know how to take care of myself. That's not an answer to the question. She's gonna do a little Jedi hand wave and uh, try to influence him. You'd be kind of playing <laughs> yeah. off negative emotion. I'm here because QP put me here. I'm trying to get off this rock. What are you doing? I'm trying to find out why he's here. He's supposed to be evacuated. That's true, but his story could be plausible. Terenka strikes a deal with Admiral. She wishes to use the satellite tower to further her own unique research, and once the freighter is repaired, she will pay him for passage back to Coruscant. The repairs get underway, and Terence secludes herself in the tower, leaving Lahela and Rokti to train and pass time. I'm going to be sneaking into your ship periodically, following around QP. What does this button do? Do you, any, do you know anything about fixing a starship? I may not know a lot about fixing a starship, but I sure know that you don't know how to do this, and then she'll force list all the plates, just staring him in the eye. Yeah, I was not supposed to go there yet. Maybe we'll inside the ship, QP squeals. <laughs> what are you doing? Wait, QP. What does this button do? <laughs> QP, get these two off of my ship. His dome just spins these storms off the ship. Right? QP, get back here. A detachment of clones who fought in that diversionary battle remains behind on Tofrin to clean up the wreckage of the droid army. They try to pay their respects to Temrin, but the Padawans turn them away. Commander Gary of the 741st. By any chance, do you know how to fix a starship? They've been trying to fix this for so long, and they won't answer my questions. Don't worry about it, youngling. Trooper, we don't need your help. We're well on our way. Thank you. Goodbye. If you want some real assistance, let us know. Temrin withdraws into herself and will not initially explain the meaning of the star map she assembles. My whole life I have felt dark corners of the universe calling to me, but the Force wants me to find whatever lies out in wild space in this region beyond the Kessel system. From this tower's unique perspective, I've been able to chart a map skirting around the outskirts of, of Kessel's anomalies, and I've been able to triangulate a path to what seems to be a substantially sized planet. And I intend to go out there and investigate once we return to Coruscant. However, things change weeks later, when news comes from Coruscant. 
Count Dooku, having captured Chancellor Palpatine, was killed by Anakin. Jedi Knights Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker stormed Dooku's capital ship to rescue the Chancellor and took the Separatist leader's life in, in the process. Master, I have a feeling that they're going to need us back at Coruscant sooner rather than later. On the contrary, Padawan, I think this horrible, immoral war is finally drawn to an end. Without Dooku's leadership, the Separatists will be lost and scattered. General Grievous cannot lead the efforts on his own. When we return home, I believe it may be time I recommend you for promotion. You are ready to serve as Jedi Knights in peacetime. There is one important task that remains to you. There is a virgence located in the mountains east of here. Your trial lies within. I cannot say what you will find, short of what you bring in with you. Padawans travel to the nearby cave and enter. Admiral waits outside, but follows them in when he hears a voice call him by his real name. Inside, the cave is a strange formation of obelisks, made of a kyber-like substance, covered in bioluminescent crystalline moss. Mesmerized by it, I'll start humming what I'm hearing. Mahalo's not hearing the humming, but I'm now humming while pressed up against this glowing crystal. Don't worry about her. She just, she gets very in tune with the forest sometimes. I told you to wait by your speeder. Why are you here? I have to figure out what this is. No one should know my name. Mahela, do you hear the humming? Yes, Rokti, I hear the humming. What is wrong with her? <laughs> one by one, the heroes fall unconscious and are shown visions by the force. Rokti sees a mysterious figure on a blood-red planet performing an arcane ritual and then relives a corrupted memory of her mother before she joined the Jedi. I don't remember what happened, but there was an incident, and then I remember that a Jedi showed up, and my mother handed me over to them. A scene from your memory starts to form. Rokti, dear, from the villages here, they, they, they need something from you. They, they need your guidance. And she's trying to shake you awake, but you're eight years old. You're temperamental, like you don't want to be woken up on this particular morning. Oh, Mother, please, it's so much. I'm... There was an accident at the mine, and they need you to try something you've never tried. You need to give everything for these people today. They're, they're going to die. Give everything you have for these people. The forest just explodes out of you, and this vision of your childhood bedroom is just eradicated. Everything, and like my mother just like disintegrating into dust and blowing away. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just alone in a void. Lahela sees the battle in the arena on Geonosis, but it differs from the scene she once watched in Hollow Recordings. The Jedi are betrayed by their own kind and slaughtered. She then speaks to a nightmare version of Anakin. Well, what can I do? There must be something more I can do now. They're all gone, and rightfully so. Master Windu had to die. He's not dead, Master Skywalker. He had to die so they could live. You have to tell me what I can do to keep helping. You lowly scum are not worthy of my assistance. Master Skywalker? Your blades clash against each other. Your attack finds home, and you sever his left hand. You see that horrible rage in his yellow eyes as he strikes at you. I'll watch and feel all the hate that there could possibly be in the universe within my own self, and I'll fall. Admiral, though not Force-sensitive, sees a vision of himself as a cog in a machine of war. He then speaks to a figure from his past, clad in Mandalorian armor, whose name we cannot yet hear. This person would have been like you, but they were different. The model of what you at the time wanted to be. You remember seeing this person looking down at you while sitting beside the person that you wanted the most to be like. You haven't seen them wear this armor before, but you know instinctively who was behind it. Mm -hmm. um, you know it's not the other person. 0802, so you've turned out to be a failure after all. Excuse me, sir? Sir, like you've ever called anyone sir before in your life, you disloyal dog. I don't know what you mean, sir. I'm loyal to you and the army. He would shake off his old self. Admiral would have quickly drawn his blaster and shot this figure in the chest. His helmet would have come off in 
the fall, Admiral would kind of stoop down and pick up the helmet and kind of stare at it face to face almost and feel a sense of longing, I guess. You slip this helmet on. The face lying on the body in front of you looks very familiar. It is your own face. Rousing from their visions, the Padawans discover kyber crystals in their hands, pieces of the unique crystalline moss. Admiral, meanwhile, feels a mental clarity unlike anything he has ever felt before. Our heroes return to the satellite tower to find the final repairs in the Questor are complete. However, the clones have come to speak with Temrin. They find the clone commander, Gary, arguing with Temrin at the top of the tower. Ahila, something's wrong. Orders from Coruscant, Master Jedi. Our new orders are to take you home. I will not leave my research lying about here to be found by these yokels. She's trying to draw your eyes to the computer terminal. Lahela will meander about looking like she's tidying and cleaning and then like take the data pad and slip it into her robes. The argument is interrupted as the clones receive a transmission from Palpatine. Execute, Execute order, order 66. 66. Temrin's eyes widen as the clones raise their blasters towards her. Hearing this... Admiral's head feels like it's being ripped in half, and he falls to his knees, fighting the compulsion to shoot the Jedi. The Jedi have turned against the Republic. Suffer not the Jedi to live. Exterminate with extreme prejudice. This thought flashes through your mind. Those bastards put a chip in me. I can go into their state of mind and basically yeah, go to him. Sense all the things she has to mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. go to him. So before, like, as it's happening, I already be there to, like, override it or help him override it. You understand a little bit clearer. Although you know who you are. Yeah. She's going to instinctively pick up a little bit of that. Okay. Um, so you now know Admiral is a clone. Everything's going to hit me. Like, the last thing I have would to be, like, to him, be like, get us out, and then, like, fall into his arms. Tamron is still under a lot of fire. She's still twirling her lightsaber, um, catching as much as she can. She gives Tamron a look of pure desperation, and tears fall from her eyes, and she yells, I'm sorry, and she runs. Um, QP, fire up the quest door. You don't even have to call. Your <laughs> ship is coming around. Uh, Jump! <laughs> and the ramp is, like, dropping. Lahela, follow me. Get to the quest door. You land on the ramp with Roti safely um, over your shoulder. She'll, she'll know. As soon as she jumps, she lost her footing. She will actually use that pain to force her across. In the process, you drop Roti's lightsaber. As the freighter escapes into the atmosphere, the last thing the Padawans see is their master, Tamron Ka, being lost in the crowd of attacking clones. QP's trajectory takes you back around the tower again. You're too far away to actually to see explicitly what happens. You see like the glow of her lightsaber being lost as the clones press in around. Tears streaming down my face and like basically convulsing from just the pressure of the force to like nothing. And then blackout. Lahela would still be on the ramp and see this, and she would let out a like deafening scream. It's almost as if anyone that wasn't a forest user could see like a pulse come off her as she would collapse on the ramp. Be sure to join us next week for part two, chapter one of Ashes of the Order. There's clearly going to be a lot of fallout to deal with uh, after the events of the last episode as we gear up for a exciting new era of the Star Wars story and that of our heroes. So make sure you're subscribed to the Quarter Portion Podcast Network on your service of choice so you don't miss that new episode. For more information on the show, visit the Quarter Portion Podcast on social media. Please check out our Patreon to help support the show and access bonus content. And until next time, may the Force be with you.
This has been a production of the Quarter Portion Podcast Network. Do you have a vision for a cosplay prop, novelty item, or other project, but don't know how to make it without breaking the bank? Nerdful Things has you covered. Ontario's 3D printing experts are committed to quality and affordability. They can forge everything from convention-friendly prop weapons to masks and helmets to small embellishments like belt buckles or pauldrons. You might even find a unique nerdy gift for friends. Check out their gallery and request a quote at www.nerdfulthings3d.com.